myself tonight. Uh, let me put that on hold and then let me flip a couple of switches and hopefully here you are i should be able to fly this ship myself tonight and uh welcome to uh i guess a new year of races alley here in the heart of the mission and uh thank you uh mutiny radio for uh, again uh having us here especially since we haven't paid our dues in a while but uh that being said, uh, thank you, Pamtastic, for uh, having us here at Meet Me Radio. And uh, Racers Alley is back. And uh, this year, uh, boy, you know, I mean, <sighs> I'm just trying to warm up here for a second. Uh, give me a breath here. I might put on some music. But uh, that being said, uh, we're here at Racers Alley at Meet Me Radio on the Heart of the Mission. And, boy, it's a new year, but it hasn't started out good, I got to say. You know, I mean, uh here in the city, we got a bunch of uh, COVID stuff going on and everything else is going on and Bob's uncle and everything else in between there. But uh, we're still here. Uh, Pamtastic is uh, always uh, doing her, uh, you know, uh, keeping the radio floating and uh, having her uh, comedy uh, shows and a bunch of uh, other workshops uh, throughout the city and uh, here and here. So we'll talk about that in the future. Like I said, I'm just getting on the show, so I want to catch my breath. And then uh, tonight we're going to have uh, Dustin Corner again back on our show he's been on uh, uh more than once and uh boy oh boy there's going to be a bunch of exciting news about uh upcoming uh cra uh track events and uh when it's going to start and it's going to start really soon so i hope to get out there as well uh i told milk crate brian to take the night off because we're just gonna have a short show tonight so uh Huh, put up with my music, and I'm actually putting Bill Joel on to piss off one of my uh, other uh, boys here who uh, shows up here and there, and he hates Billy Joel, but if he shows up, we don't have to play it all the time, so there you go, yar. But uh, that being said, um, yeah, Wade's off in Daytona racing right now. Uh, like I said, Milk Crate Brian could have come in, but it's not worth just having an album, and uh, it is always good to aggravate uh, Chuck. But uh, anyhow, uh, that being said... Um, Boy, oh boy, uh, we're going to hear from uh, Dustin about the CRA, and uh, from there, um, we'll just talk a little bit. It's going to be a short show, and uh, as the time goes on, this is our first show of the year. I hope to get all of our uh, our regulars back on and our previous folks back on, because uh, as time goes on, we're trying to expand our track days. We're trying to expand our race days. We're trying to do everything we can to keep things back to normal, and uh, you know, I mean, the whole world is changed in a certain sense. It's very, very hard to run. So uh, that being said, you know, um, I have an R1 sitting under our tarp under the rain for the past six months, really not happy. Uh, well, it's been raining recently. But anyways, my R1's ready to go for the CRA. Yar, because last time uh, we made fools in front of all of the boys. But uh, yeah, our bike didn't run, but we'll finish next time. And uh, it's a good R1. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to talk to Dustin about everything on the programs going on. Of course, AFM and uh, all the other track boys are going on. There's a bunch of track days going on. Um, I'll reach out to all those folks because uh, as the show goes on, this is our first show of the year, we'd like to get everything involved with motorcycling and uh, get all the boys in the industry and the girls in the industry talking about it. Um, we here at Mutiny Radio, we here at Racers Alley, uh, me, Alex torres Mori, um, we guess I'm a racer, you are always been and um just want to keep the uh, race alive racing alive and everything that has to do with it i mean uh the avenues now i mean uh you know uh, a lot of people are out there running things but uh all of a sudden we've had a you know a little bit of a lag so let's just keep keep the train rolling 
And what we really, really want to do is, um, you know, get everyone excited about going out there. And like I said, you know, uh, there's a camps out there and, um, you know, uh, first rides and hot bazada. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of folks out there teaching riders, you know, and uh, the next generation as well. So it's not only about me being an old curmudgeon going like, I need to go race again. It's about having the new, uh, the new, uh, you know, the kids come up and also the folks that are bringing them up because there's a lot of great camps out there. There's a lot of great schools out there and they're, they're catering. And uh, what's really nice is, you know, a lot of folks in the motorcycle industry are, you know, giving to give, uh, you know, giving gear, giving bikes and stuff to get the kids out there. Because uh, without kids out there, we're not going to get motorcycling much, you know, I mean, uh, going. And it's it's happened before, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you can see it, right? Uh, I just saw a, a different thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to take a break for a second. Let me catch my breath. Thank you for being here at uh, Mutiny Radio and uh, listening to Racers Alley. And uh, this is our first show of the year. Bill Crane Bryan took the, uh, I, I, I asked him to take the day off. It's going to be a short show. Uh, and um, boy, oh boy, Wade's racing over in Daytona, subculture racing. So we'll have to definitely hear what's going on there uh, uh, next week. But uh, like I said, um, we're uh, very happy to have Dustin call in from the CRA and let us know what's going on with the races coming up next week, uh, next month, I mean, and uh, the new organization out there in Buttonwillow and that that way. And uh, from here on in, you know, I'm going to talk to all the track day boys and girls and uh, all the other race organizations and uh, see if we can just start uh, every week giving out the schedules and such. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Give me a second. Let me get my head together. Just put it on the show. Uh, Geez, I should probably put a record on here and uh, stop. Hold on. Uh, 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 stop. Oh, got it. Stop, motherfucker. Okay. Anyways, uh, we'll stop the show, and theoretically, I'll be able to record it in a second. But uh, I'm going to put on some music and figure out what's going on with the computer on the left. I think I shut off the computer on the right, and I think... Music should come on. So let's see what happens. <laughs> yar yar. What? Really? Man? Huh. Well, you went uptown riding in your cool. limousine with your fine park avenue clothes. You had the dog pairing on in your hand.
Welcome back to Mutiny Radio here in the heart of the mission and uh, Racer's Alley's going on and you know as anything uh, you kind of kind of stretch out and you know get back into things again so to speak and I haven't been on the show for a while life's been a little hard so to speak as I'm sure for a lot of people and I gotta really uh, you know give a shout out to our friend Damon who just passed away we love you all and uh you know, it's just like, Jesus Christ, you know, I mean, people are coming and going left, right, and sideways nowadays, especially as you get older. And, you know, give everyone, give everyone around you, you know, a little special attention because, um, boy, oh, boy, as you get older, things get a little harder. But uh, people are disappearing left, right, and sideways, and I'm very unhappy about that. So uh, one day uh, we'll have a Remembrance Day, and uh, I'll get all the lists out. But uh, yar, yar, Damon, a dear friend of mine, just passed, and... You know, friends are sick, my family, you know, R.E.R., everyone, uh, you know, it's having hard times right now. You know, just give a prayer out to get things and uh, try and do your best to do the best to people, and uh, hopefully karma will come back. You know, that's all I really got to say about that. Yar. So, uh, anyhow, uh, thank you, Pam Tastic, here at Meetany Radio for keeping, uh, you know, Racer's Alley going. You know, I haven't been able to pay you for well over a year, and uh, it's very nice of you to keep our show going. You know, Racer's Alley is a show that really uh, comes down to trying to get um, everything out there. I mean, if you have anything to say about any type of racing, we're here for you. We're mainly motorcyclists, but, uh, boy, we've done everything else in between. And I've crashed a lot of four-wheel cars, so yar, yar. I've never rolled one, so if you rolled one, give me a call. Let me know how that worked. 
and uh, we can talk about what type of car. So uh, that being said, you know, our friends Pedro Valdez Valdez, uh, you know, did the San Pedro Madrid Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup. You know, that was really nice. Uh, he did a very nice international race down south. We had a bunch of friends calling in and a bunch of uh, races calling in. It'd be nice to hear from more of them in the in the future, in the next, uh, you know, uh, this year uh, in our in our shows. Because uh, it's always nice to hear from racers and get, you know, um, firsthand information. As well as, uh, it's nice to hear yourself on the radio. Because, I mean, uh, geez, my parents never really believed I was a person until I left. And I was like, I'm going to Europe. You know, it's just like, what do you mean you're going to Europe? And I was like, I'm going to go race over there. And it's like... Well, we are you're bullshitting for 20 years, and Bob's your uncle from there. So, um, yeah, you know, it's always nice to, you know, have pictures especially, you know, and we have our boys out there that I should actually give a, a shout-out to, but I don't have my notes in front of me. But um, anyhow, uh, it's always great to have pictures, and uh, Mutiny Radio, uh, Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio, basically what we want to do is, like, we're here. It's an ethereal world, so when you call in... Um, you can say your your accolades to uh, all your family, your sponsors, everything, and it'll be here forever. You can always find it, you know, at uh, Mutiny Radio under Racers Alley, and that's always nice to have. You know, it's not a picture, but it's words from someone you love, you know, and, uh, you know, to hear someone's voice is a big deal, you know, and to hear someone's voice on the radio and to thank people, I mean, it's it's different than a picture, you know, but at least it's out there forever, and, and you can always do that. And that's why I created Races Alley. I mean, I used to write for Urban Moto, and I had a great article, uh, Subculture Racing, which Wade Boyd ended up uh, uh, taking over, so to speak, and I was the editor. And uh, I ended up having, uh, you know, uh, Racer X. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's all about, you know, getting everything out there and uh, trying to promote riding, racing, and everything, but also tell our stories because we all have stories, right? You know, Jesus. <laughs> so that being said, you know, uh, I'm here at a place where I'm very, very lucky that Pam has kept my show here. And uh, all I really, really want to do is get people's stories out and get, uh, you know, everyone's, uh, you know, race schedules, everything. All I want to do is just, just promote racing, riding, everything else in between. Uh, that being said, uh, I think Milk Crate Brian got me a, uh, got us a thing. So hopefully we'll be able to um, broadcast or record the races at the AFM or hopefully CRA soon and uh, be able to actually, uh, I'll, I'll rent another hour so we can just have nothing but all our races broadcasts. You know, which is really cool as well, because there's nothing like listening to, you know, the announcers who spend a lot of time out there, as well as the turn workers and everyone who runs the organizations. But man, you know, it's like, it's nice to hear RER, and uh, hopefully, you know, if we have everything on the radio soon, they'll shout out names, and, you know, it's nice to be here, uh, to hear that as well on the racetrack. So I'm working on getting all the, uh, this year, I'd like to have the organizations I go to, um be able to broadcast that live or they can give that to me live in a podcast so I can uh, 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 basically give that out. I'm, I'm willing to uh, actually get more time on the air here at Racers Alley to have nothing but, um, you know, live broadcasts of all our races because um, that's that's really, really cool. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to take a breather and an uh, IPA and yar yar. And uh, let's see if we can make this record work. 
yep i'm gonna put it on and uh hopefully you can enjoy it Just listening. Chaos all around. The cock of a new sound. There's nowhere to go but around. Where you gonna run? I don't know. Can I come to? Maybe we could be a best friend. Hanging out until the end.
always have devil at blood hound Try to walk on by, don't mean no disrespect But the beast don't like my scent and now I'm spent I had to shoot him down
Man, oh man, that's a great, great, great uh, record here from uh, Cornbrio uh, from the hip. And, uh, you know, when uh, Milk Crane Brian is not here, I just grab whatever I see by the wayside here at the Mutiny Radio. So sometimes people like the music, sometimes don't. And uh, that being said, you know, I try to do my best. Uh, I used to have a lot of records back when I was a kid, but what I have few left, I'm going to send back to my friends who I grew up with. And, uh, you know, you are. But uh, I really like this band. They're really, really cool and uh, really laid back. And uh, boy, oh boy, I really like them. So that being said, welcome back to, uh, uh, you know, Meeting Radio, Racers Alley here in the Mission and uh, Heart of the Mission. And, uh, huh, I'm still going to take a break. It's like our first show of the season. There you are, just chilling. I really have no material, but, uh, you know, we do have a... You know, Pamtastic out there running her shows, and, uh, you know, uh, tonight, uh, Dustin Coiner is going to call in, you know, and uh, we're going to have some really, really good news on some new racing. Yar! And uh, like I said earlier, you know, Wade's racing out there in uh, Daytona, Subculture Racing, whatever. Um, boy, I guess I'm not part of that clique anymore, since I have no idea what's going on over there. Um, I used to ride motorcycles, right? So, uh, that being said... Uh, Yar, yar. Uh, whoever's out there in Daytona, we'd like to know. Yar, what's happening? So our next show, we're going to have a totally Daytona special. And I, I think um, I just communicated earlier with Hawk Masada, and uh, hopefully he'll call in on our next show as well and let us know what happened with the uh, bagger races over here in Sonoma because that's very exciting as well. Yar, so we got racing going on. We have, uh, you know, RER. Let's start promoting it. Let's start uh, getting everyone happy about it and uh, all, all, everything involved. So uh, thank you for listening to Racer's Alley here at Meany Radio in the heart of the mission. I'm going to do a, well, it's always a work in progress, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I woke up this morning and it's like, are you going to do a two-hour show? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, let's wake up and do a two-hour show. It's hard to produce something, um, but I'm always just easily just, um, <laughs> I'm easy to just like RER, make a fool of myself. So that being said, let's listen to some Billy Joel because it always pisses off my mate. And um, from there, I think we'll have a call in around 6.30 or so. And uh, Dustin will tell us about what's going on. Yar. So uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet and on a Harder Mission. And let's see if I can make this thing work. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Let's try the other one. Better yet. See? Karma just said we didn't want to listen to Billy. Listen to Cambrio again. Walking around in your clean clothes, just sipping away the day. I'll take this wind and this cool malt liquor. I'll start my own trends out of the nighttime. I find it weird how much. 
Let's see. Did I do this right? Dustin, are you on the phone? I am on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Alex is here tonight uh, alone. So uh, Milk Crate Brian isn't here. And Wade Boyd apparently is racing over in Daytona. So I have no idea what that's going on about. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Are already testing? Like, isn't there like a test or something? I don't know. Good question. And yeah, so anyways, I mean, um, he's not the type to go to Daytona to test. <laughs> I mean, we, oh. we don't have that money. We're two privateers. So I'm wondering, I mean, um, I just, uh, I, uh, earlier I just, uh, you know, texted Hawk Mazzotta to see if he wanted to call in tonight and he'll call in next week about his races. But uh, yeah, he he had a question as well. I was like, what's going on over at Daytona? So um, mm. there must be going some racing, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw the HSBK guys are talking about testing, so I don't know if they're racing or what. I don't. I don't yeah, there, I, I have no idea because like that's not even on my radar. I'm like exactly, pretty, and, uh, <laughs> pretty heavy into the CRA thing right now and the track day thing. Yeah, well, um, Dustin, I mean, you've called in before with the track days, and uh, thank you for calling in this year. You're our first guest of the year in uh, wow. 2022, and uh, boy, oh boy, you know, I was, uh, last year, you know, I, I did an AFM race with, I think the CRA boys across me, and uh, I had the worst day, of, you know, it, it just didn't work out for me, but uh, it was like a 110 degree day, but um, that being said, you know, Dustin, I mean, you've, you've run track days, and let's go across first um, about your track days, and then about, let's get into how now you have a whole organization going on and we're going to be racing next month. Yeah, I, I started the Track Days company in 2000, actually. Um, you know, it, I started out at Button Willow, and I'm still at Button Willow. I guess you could say I'm a glutton for punishment. And, um, you know, we run about, I don't know, 20 events a year-ish. For all our yeah, listeners, yeah. can you can you uh, describe? I mean, we have listeners from everywhere, really. Interestingly okay. enough, but uh, so Button Willow is down in Southern California, and it's in the valley. Yes. Yeah, it's like in the Central Valley, kind of just south of Fresno, um, kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's like the gas stop. Button Willow is sort of the gas stop if you're driving from Northern California to Southern California. And every track is in the middle of nowhere. So you are. So uh, Button Willow <laughs> is a great track. And uh, so um, that being said, you know, um, how many turns and the layout? And have you been doing any different things? Yeah, I mean, uh, what's weird is, you know, we've been running there for 20 years, right? Over wow. 20 years. And really? Last year, was the, last year was the first year that we hosted events that used an alternate configuration. Typically... Typically, everybody runs the configuration number 13, which is, I think Probably. it's 2.78 miles, and I don't know. For us old guys, would that be the AFM button willow? Correct. Yes, that's the AFM that, configuration. That's what I'm used to, ERR. Yeah, and last year, we started doing some events on configuration 26 counterclockwise, which basically... Wow. It uses most of the same stuff, but when you when you're going counterclockwise, you go through the S's down towards the Star Mazda corner, and then you take the drag strip all the way down to Riverside. So, so it's a I completely mean, different animal. Oh my God! Yeah, like you go into Riverside, it you know you're you're on, on the approach to Riverside on a big bike, you're probably at close to 180 mile an hour. 
You are. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, for our listeners, uh, Button Willow is a track that you can stretch your legs on, per se. You know, on a front yeah. straight, you're easily doing, well, you can do 180. Well, if you're on 26, yeah. If you're on config 26. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On a on a regular, I mean, of course, I mean, it's 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 got the front straight. I mean, so what what are you usually doing as far as uh, speed? Uh, you know, speeds. You uh, think? I, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> on my bike, I, I think I'm, I think I get up to fifth gear on the front straightaway on my bike, but I, I'm not okay. really sure. All right. Well, I that's mean, a, that's important. The front straightaway is not very long. I mean, the the good thing about Button Willow is that it's got a good mix. You know, you've got fast stuff, you've got hard braking stuff, you know, you've got super technical stuff to keep you on your toes. And then, you know, obviously the surface is what it is. And um, it's a lot of fun. Well, I've always loved the line of sight. You know, it, it, it makes a it makes a huge difference. You know, I've done Willow Springs, uh, you know, uh, Thunder Hill, and of course, you know, uh, Sears Point. You know, and all tracks have their their their, their various uh, challenges. Um, boy, you know, I always, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, but Willow's my, you know, most. Uh, how do you say? Uh, uh, I'm not the most comfortable there, but man, I always did great times, and it's always been a wonderful course. You know, right. and uh, never ever try to follow TZ 125s on the FCR 400 at Button Willow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long ago I was there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, that I being... started racing. I, I started racing uh, in the late 90s, and you know, my first time to Button Willow was on a Honda 600 F3. So, um, you know, and all the uh, all the AFM guys, I remember there was. Like the AFM had a Ninja 250 class that was just huge. Oh yeah, Ch Chuck, so. one of our boys here, he ran the, uh, you know, Honda, but uh, he'll be here as a, as a working crew later when we'll talk. But yeah, you know. And that being said, um, Dustin, um, boy, you know, when I was over at Six Point, we talked last year. You guys have a uh, also. Uh, well, actually, let me just digress. And what classes do you have? Yar yar, and you also have, uh, from what I hear, um, longer per se for classes, uh, more laps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the the racing is it, it's broken up by classes. So, I mean, obviously, we have the four hundred class, the six hundred class, and the thousand class for the race club. Uh, which and, was uh, the other class? What was the third class? One thousand. Okay, so yeah, four hundred, yeah. six hundred, one thousand. Yes, okay. and uh, basically we have super sport and super bike of each of those, and okay. basically expert and amateur versions of each of those. Would We've they got, both? Would they both be going out on the same? Let's say um, you'll have the super bike and the uh, super sport behind you to um, save time. Would they both be going out on the same races? Super sport and super bike would be separate races. Gotcha. And then you know whether or not the expert amateur gets separated that depends on the number of entries sometimes that'll be a two-wave thing and other times it'll it you know it could end up being separate races you know depending on grid fight well yeah i mean we're still in hard times and weird times so yeah that can that <laughs> yeah. can definitely change you know uh the grids and everything else involved yeah oh for sure um, for sure we also we also have um we have two classes which are they're arguably the same classes, but basically it's 
Battle of the Twins and then Twins Grand Prix. Um, those are, it's like, uh, that, those are the classes that, like, if you have uh, an R7 or an SV650 or something. Okay. I mean, um, Battle of the Twins, we were, we were older. So Battle of the Twins was a huge thing back in the day with Ducatis and all the other stuff. But Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, when I started racing, uh, you know, even at WSMC, the, the Battle of the Twins class was I ran those a boys. bunch of Ducatis, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, the one it was random a big Harley deal. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that was the twin. Um, that being said, so that's great. I mean, um, I've been seeing lately, it's, it really, there's a lot of things now. I've joined like clubs on the Facebook, like now I have the 99R1, which I'll be out there with you. Uh, I, I, I'm going to do hell or high water. I'll be out there in February. Uh, oh, I, okay. I race, I race 99R1s. That's, that's my shtick. But um, okay. I raced a lot of other things. But uh, that being said, I mean, uh, being there with your class, I've noticed now, I mean, there's a lot of clubs out there that's like, if you can find a 92, 93, you know, F2, which you can't. But there's there's a ZX7R club. There's a GSXR club. I mean, you can run those. You can buy those bikes now for like three grand and go race it and total it and not have a problem Rather than getting a new bike nowadays, which are totally computerized, you know. I mean, I was talking a few races about that. I mean, are, do you do you cater to certain like uh, genres well, like I mean, that way? I mean, our club, our our club basically caters towards the modern equipment. But you know, if you come with something weird, you know, it's older or two stroke, even like. Our club is so new, we're flexible enough to accommodate you somewhere. That's you what know? I'm wondering. I mean, do you have like a like a, a 50s old man club? Or is it like, if I go with my 99 R1, <laughs> I have no problem running with your new R1. Sorry, I'm a racer. Oh, but for I mean, sure, for um, sure. And then also, you know, we have we have a Formula 40 class. Um, okay. So you got to be at least 40 to run that. We have God, Formula 40 it. heavy, Formula 40 middle, and light. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a ladies class. Which is Good. pretty interesting. I was actually going to mention that too. Uh, the that class just picked up a sponsor, so you know, if they win, you know, I think it's like three hundred bucks. Well, there's a shit ton of ladies out there. I know from the Damestone Care. Uh, over on my show, we've had a lot of lady clubs, and uh, there's a whole. Um, unlike the old days. Ladies are running and they're racing. They're very powerful as far as yeah. like they'll just have their own track day, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's great. Uh, er, er. Okay. They so, take it uh, serious too. I mean, they're some of them are really quick and you know. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? They? <laughs> they take racing seriously. And, I mean, I don't know. It's like the motor, the the male racers too. I mean, some yeah, are just uh, there just for funsies and camp, and others take it super serious, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying I'm a hair. It's my first show in a while. That being said, you're having several classes. So you're going to have like 400s, 600s, 1000s. But in between, you'll have like a 40s class and a ladies class. Are you going to have like a yep. beginners class? And I also saw on the email that you've got to go on Friday if you want to be a new racer. Yeah, so basically, uh, the, let, let me just uh, wrap up the classes for you. Um, with all the classes that I mentioned, there's also an electric bike class. Wow. And um, there's Ooh. a sportsman <laughs> class for, like, to be super beginners that they kind of want to go racing, but they're not quite ready. Exactly. They don't feel ready, I guess, to race in the 
against the axe murderers. No, that's so great. You know, that's right? the person then, who shows yeah. up. He's your pit crew with a bike and just right. wants to go and around the track. We do, have a, we do have a class. Um, I started seeing these guys pop up about five years ago. Um, they called me and asked me if they could come ride at the track day, and a bunch of other track day companies called them no. And what? I was like, come on out, man. You'll have the same gr- the, the Harley guys. And yeah. So okay. It's so strange that all of those Harley guys that started riding with us about five years ago, they're all part of that big bagger scene now, you know? Well, and, I wanted uh, to have Hawk yeah. Mazzotta call in tonight because he just yeah, did the... Hawk, uh, I talked to Hawk a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, these guys, these Harley dudes, um, we started coming up with a class for them when we built the club originally. It's called really? American Iron. So we've kind of evolved the class a little bit just because we're trying to dangle the... Just trying to get the participation numbers up. But well, why not? American Iron baggers and scramblers yeah so basically if you got some kind of bagger thing or like a dyna or like one of those indian ftr things or ducati scrambler you know i mean there, there's a lot of bikes that kind of fit that bill here's what i want to so, do i, I want to throw a monkey in the wrench can i show up with my v-max Wow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, like, oh, yeah. You know, you have operation. Anyways, I'm just messing yeah. with you on that. But, no, I, I've had a Remax, and I, I really r- r- ran the shit out of them. But, um, yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah. that's great for listening to the program and also having that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and, so the new racer thing, yes. Uh, the track dates program, uh, which... Like, I'm a co-owner. I'm one of the four owners of CRA, but the track days program, I'm basically the 100% owner. Gotcha. um, I mean, I guess my wife technically owns, like, 5% or something. If you're a racer, you don't own anything. You don't have credit. It's always the wife. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. So, the track days, we have the Thursday and Friday coming up in February. Thursday is kind of like a semi-private day you get a little bit more track time a lot oh, okay. less people on the track so the 10th um yeah yeah february 10th it's a semi-private day i think it's 30 riders max per group two groups 30 minute sessions format now can you camp at the campgrounds or do you need you to go to camp at the campground yeah we pay extra for security and all that the button will requires and yeah you could come out wednesday night camp all the way through the weekend on sunday you got to be out of the gate by six that's a big difference, I mean, for folks who have that, you know. I mean, I've yeah. always been a, you know, a, a hotel guy, but uh, lately, you know, I mean, uh, that makes a huge difference. And also, all my friends have always said, I mean, when you're at the track at the night after the, you know, after the day's racing, you know, it's always nice to be in the pits and, you know, um, enjoy the camaraderie. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it really makes a huge difference. Yeah, so Friday, so Friday we do the normal ABC format track day with a new racer orientation. Okay. And um, basically the the people that pass new racer orientation can race as yellow plate amateurs on Saturday if they pass. Awesome. So it's pretty cool. Um, You know, and everybody that's there gets to watch them grid up and do a mock race during the day, which is awesome. Yeah. you know, we take these new racer candidates and grid them up and throw a green flag at them and let them and let's see what happens, right? 
Well, and, everyone uh, wants to do that. I remember my first time out there a million years ago, yeah. just pretending. And you know, um, uh, that being said, so um, everyone uh, involved should always have their own gear showing up. And uh, what are the qualifications? Oh, to to ride the tracking. Uh, well, uh, gear and uh, bike. <clears throat> yeah. So the, the the gear that you have is you know over the ankle boots, over the wrist gloves. Full leathers, one or two piece are acceptable. Um, there's a few of those Kevlar suits that are kind of acceptable. You know, you've seen those ones that look like Papa Smurf. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, who would really be doing that? For, those are really good for one crash, but you know, they're they're still good. That, that's a European tourist coming and doing your show, you know. Like, exactly. yeah. Otherwise, exactly. it, it, who? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have leathers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the arrow stitch guy. Yeah. Um, or the uh, and then obviously you gotta have a, a good helmet. It, could, it doesn't have to be necessarily Snell. It could be ECE or FIM as well. Or B was it BSI is the other one. Well, back in um, the old days, we had you know uh, Shoei, Arai, Bell, and then a couple others that were cheap. But nowadays, I mean, you can buy like uh, over a handful of helmets, and really, I mean, shit, you know, a lot of them. Boy, I wouldn't want to crash in a lot of them, but they all got their, their, their things, and they all look cool, and they all have their 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 pedigrees, and, um, you know, the shell goes down or whatever. But, um, yeah, always, you know, get a good I mean, helmet. As long as, as long as the helmet has the correct certifications, the safety exactly. features are, I mean, you, they're all pretty much the same safety-wise. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, you get into comfort and that and that kind of thing. You know, um, my program, we just signed a deal with a new helmet company. Um, they've nice. been around for a few years. Um, Shark? They've got a bunch of riders in MotoGP, FIM certification. Um, pretty pretty reasonably priced carbon fiber helmets. Uh, so, who, who's your company? It's called KYT. Oh, KYT. All right. Uh, yep. I'll have to look into them. Been out of the motorcycle industry since I got laid off about a year and a half ago. But uh, you are, you are. Well, that's great. I mean, uh, yeah. being here on the show, we can promote them and, uh, yeah. you know, make sure they look great. And you, you always find me on the face of my book. But uh, yeah. that being said, um, so uh, to get into. The, 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 you want to talk about the schedule a little bit? We, yeah, I want to talk about. Stuff. Let's. Let's. Uh, <laughs> my question is really, uh, being me in a 1999 R1, um, what do I need to do to go racing next month? Well, um, you gotta you gotta have a license, obviously, um, and you can you could do that on right on the club's website. Um, if well, you, you don't mentioned have a if you go us, on the 11th. <clears throat> yeah, well, if you if you wanna if you wanna just show up, like you can get your license squared away there. We do offer reciprocity for the other clubs, so you can come. You can come. You've already pledged your allegiance to those other guys, and you know we still want you to grid up and race with us. So, you know we could do that, uh, and then basically you just register for races, um, and you can do everything online. You can do all your forms online, everything. Uh, Dustin, so. I'll shut up for a second. And when we said earlier, I mean, um, yeah, I, I did. Right now, it's like I'm warming up, but not. But uh, anyways, that being said, uh, to get a license, you can have your older license, meaning, meaning AFM. But if you're these boys coming in on the 11th, like you said, that are doing track days on Thursday, you can right. theoretically, you know, get your license. That, that's, 
you know, that's where I would kind of be. I, I would like be there on a Friday because uh, yeah. your license, opens your, Friday your, afternoon. your CRA license is not uh, AFM license and it's not an AMA license. We're doing your club, right? Correct. Awesome. You know, that's what I want to, that's what I want to hear. It's like, we're doing a whole new different thing, whole new yes. different time. And it's just like, yeah, this has nothing to do with A and B. This is you. Yeah, I mean, our club is uh, an AMA affiliate. Yeah. Um, you know, we we that they've helped us out quite a bit last season, last year. So nice. when we first got going, and um, you know that that partnerships, I think it's pretty cool to it be is. part of AMA, right? Um, well, a couple but, of our uh, places, uh, you know. Uh, anyways, to get AMA accreditation is a big deal. Right. Yes. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> I are, <laughs> but anyhow, that, that that's really really great. And um, do you have any recommendations for anyone wanting to do this right now? I mean, yeah, uh, get registered. Let's do it. You know, if you're thinking about going club racing, sign up for a new racer orientation, and you know, once you pass that, we can see you on the grid on Saturday and Sunday. And how would they do that exactly? Well, for new racer orientation, you would sign up on trackdaz.com and register for February 11th uh, in the new racer orientation group. I think it's about 135 bucks to do new racer. Okay. Um, pretty inexpensive. Um, and then once you pass, Friday evening, registration opens up for the club, and you can walk your little certificate in there, show them you passed, and they can sign you up right there. Figure out what what you want to go racing with, and you know we have the the race club is pretty cool because there we have this thing we like to call it race your ass off, but it says race <laughs> everything. So basically, like there's a there's a fee you could pay one price and race literally everything your motorcycle is legal to race in. So that's actually really, really cool. I mean, uh, as as far as my bike, I mean, back in the old days, I ran my FCR 400 against 750s and 600s. I mean, uh, it taught me a lot, you know, and it pissed off a lot of people, too. But uh, (laughs) you are, you are, you know, so that's that's another thing to promote. And we we should definitely talk about. I mean, you're doing you're doing things different. Uh, And also, I mean, okay, let's. Let's uh, go back there, and I'll shut up for a second. Race your ass yeah. off. So, how, what 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 is it involved, and how much? Yeah, so four hundred dollars, and you literally can race every single race that you can race that weekend. So, you know, if you have a, let's just say you have a six hundred, and you're over forty, you could race six hundred grand the GT race. You could race Super Sport and Super Bike. You could race the Gold Cup race. You could race. Formula 40 middleweight. There's a whole bunch of stuff you could race. Exactly. And it caps at 400 bucks. That's a you know? great, great program. We a, yeah, we had a guy last year that had a, I think he had an R3 and a 600, and he raced <laughs> eight races under that fee. So. Well, he could run uh, the tires. The tires would last. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. So, I mean, the, you know, there's quite a few people registered for round one already using that program and um okay cool there's a few other people that are doing the a la carte thing which is totally fine um you know the another unique thing about our club obviously is that we do qualify for grid positions so doesn't matter what class you're in saturday morning you get a qualifying session 
<clears throat> you know, they do two quick – Saturday morning is basically two quick 10-minute warm-up practices. Ten minute, okay. um, Per group. So that's like I a three like laps? A, yeah, it's like A, B, C, D. And okay. then um, and then they break it up by classes, you know, so it's like expert thousand, amateur thousand, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, expert thousands go out, qualify, expert uh, 600s go out, you know, and, and so yeah. forth. Yeah, it's and all about time, literally, yeah? Literally everybody, every class qualifies for grid position. So there's no... There's no gridding up based on points or time of entry or anything like that. We're gridding up by how fast you went on Saturday morning. Which I think is safe. You know? I think it's a little bit safer. Yeah. I yeah, mean, RER. Uh, I, I have no problem with that. You know, um, that's a very that's a very uh, unique and great idea uh, as yeah. well. And um, and then as a racer, as a racer coming from multiple clubs for over 20 years, um, we started this thing. It was like, you know, how many times have you know, we, we were brainstorming? We're like, how many times have you been in a six lap race and thought, man, if I had just one more lap, I would have, could have got that guy. Right. And so yep. all of our sprint races are eight laps. Um, you know, the GT races, I think are between 18 and 20 laps, depending on course direction and track um and then the the gold cup race which is the it's like the premier race that the number one plate will come from okay that is 12 laps so there's a lot of race laps for your dollar with cra well you know as as, as you know i mean um back in the time when i was running um unfortunately it's like yeah, a lot of red flags. So basically, you got fast for three laps. You slow down. You got to go sit there, and then you got to wait, and then you got a two-lap dash, you know, and, and stuff like that. And that was a million years ago. Um, I haven't raced in a million years. I've tried in the last three years with my ZX6R and just recently my R1. But anyways, I'll be out there in February, and I'll show you how fast I can go. But uh, nice. that being said, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm chomping at the bit. You know, yeah. I, I'm a 99R1 guy. But, uh, yeah, that being said, I mean, yeah, um, overall, it's really, really great that you have a bunch of classes going. And um, it's nice to have eight laps because a lot of times, I mean, by the time you're, like, warmed up, I don't use tire warmers, so I don't know what they are. I never have. But uh, I guess that's a thing we should use. But uh, that being said, it's like, of two laps and get yeah four laps in and go 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 because by the then you can see all the races around you and if you're in the back which I love it's like you can just start doing the giddy up you know and eight laps allows you a lot of time to strategize and allows yeah. allows a lot of races to learn about that six laps yeah. you don't have time to learn about that and back in the old days AFM and shit we had a a, a you know, four-hour endurance races and such. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it allows racers to actually strategize and think and learn how to actually, um, uh, how do you say, uh, get their energy going where it's got to last. It's, 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 it's not a sprint. It's, yeah, you pace it's, yourself. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've talked to a lot of the boys on the show over the years. Uh, they've been on my show and nutritionists and stuff. But, yeah, I think I think you have a great program, man. You are. 
Well, I appreciate that. You know, I mean, we we do have, like I said, we have a short schedule this year. Um, you know, I, I, I think when we talked last year, we were talking about the new track at Button Willow, and unfortunately last year that did not come to fruition. And, yeah. you know, we didn't want to schedule events there again this year and get burned again with the possibility of it not coming. So yeah. we basically kind of planned without that second track on the schedule, which kind of, it did kind of abbreviate our schedule a little bit, but I do think that we've got a pretty cool schedule. Um, we're, you know, we're racing at Button Willow in two different configurations. So that's basically two completely different racetracks. And in June, we're racing at Laguna Seca. Yeah, um, I, I already put Button Willow on my Facebook book thing today, but I thought I read somewhere yeah. you boys were going to Laguna. Yeah, like, and what's great, it, you know, it just kind of fell in my lap. I, I kind of awesome. I, I just like I was there and I talked to the guy and you know we ended up getting a weekend there, and um, but I think it's so great because, you know, as long as I've been racing, I don't think I can remember ever seeing a club race happen at Laguna Seca. Not ever. Um, no, I, would... I know it. I know AFM, I think, raced there on the at Laguna in the 80s or something. But I don't I don't know. I, no, uh... I think AFM's, AFM's actually racing there in October, but we're there in June. Nice. So. Well, I'll be there, and uh, that's really, really great. And it's also, you know, I mean... You have support. I think you have a really, really good program going on, and especially the variances of your program. And also, I mean, um, yes, more track time is a better thing. And yeah. uh, your program's different than other programs, you know, and that, that makes a huge difference. As well as, you know, Button Willow, boy, you know, uh, I when I was a boy, uh, when I was a younger racer, but uh, I always thought, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like, God damn it. Uh, but I actually had my fastest times out there. You know, uh, Willow Springs, I totaled two bikes. But in Willow, I always <laughs> went fast. So, oh, yeah. We're going you know, to, uh, we're also going to race at Willow Springs in July, I think. <laughs> no, I, I look forward. I haven't been to Willow in a million, million years, but uh, Dude, I this year I, I hope to go out. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't been racing in a long time. Uh, last couple of years, I tried to run a six three six. It just didn't go uh, go as well planned. But uh, you'll be seeing me, and we'll be seeing you. And also, that being said, um, Milk Crate Brian, uh, uh, when I go see you, uh, yar yar, I like the way I say that. When I go see you next month racing, uh, he has a thing that we can plug in. And what I would like to do is have another Meetany Radio Hour where. We're live broadcasting your whole weekend of racing. So if you oh, got people sure, talking out there, cool. I want to get that to the AFM as well. I talked about last year, but life fell apart of hair. But uh, I might be seeing you first, so I'll talk to Milk Crate, and uh, maybe he'll come out as well. Uh, but sure. if you want to, it's like I want to start uh, broadcasting live. Oh, if you guys are out there, if if you got a couple of boys out there in a stand drinking whiskey, watching all the racers, we can place them <laughs> live, you know, and uh, you know have have it, uh, you know, always on Racers Alley, you know, because I think yeah. that's important, you know. It's like nothing yeah, likes I mean, hearing their name and shit, the, right? The biggest goal I think is is that we just need to let all the racers know that it's here, you know. And we and, appreciate uh, them. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, we've, I mean, we got some money too. I mean, we got some sponsors that are throwing down some serious money. I mean, I think that there's an IT consulting firm that, I mean, if you're, if you win thousand super sport class, it's a thousand dollars to win. I'll bring my 99R1 next week. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the gold cup race, same thing, a uh, writer's law, the motorcycle attorney dude, um, yeah, you know, the guy's name. Yeah. Writer's law, thousand dollars to win the gold cup race. So, and I think both of those classes pay down to the top five, I think. So it's pretty cool. And yes, let's, let's talk about that soon. My time is out. It's actually seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yar, yar. You know, it's great to have you on the show, and let's, uh, you can call in next week. Dude, let's talk more about this stuff. Wade will actually be in, uh, actually, uh, Dustin, uh, talking about, we all don't know. I talked like Hawk. It was like, what the hell's going on over in Daytona? So that'll be an interesting conversation, but um, we all want to go. And, you know, uh, another thing, uh, dude, uh, kind of on a weird side note, Man, if you had like a half an hour RER to sponsor sidecar racing, we can bring the oh, whole man. thing back. <laughs> just saying. So I just put that seat out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, the sidecar dudes. That's yeah. a whole another level of partying. In the well, paddock. it's it's a whole weird <laughs> thing, you know. But I mean, I, what you've done is really, really great, and I really, really like. Uh, Man, I want to go out there, and I, I'll see you soon. Um, oh, another question I had to ask. Um, yar, yar, as far as racing out there, uh, what happens in the wet? Uh, we. What do you mean? There's if it's raining track. out there, do you, do you run? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so like Willow Springs, you don't give a shit if it's raining or not. So on February 14th, well, uh, God forbid if it rains, uh well, Buttonwillow, Buttonwillow is where we're at in February. And, yeah, if it rains, that's why Pirelli has rain tires. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, that's actually a very important question. And, uh, like I said, Willow Springs back in the old days, they did. But, I mean, a lot of tracks don't run out in the rain. And uh, RER, okay, that's great. So, uh, that being said, I mean, uh, I was wondering myself, now I'm getting all fucking, yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking for a sec, so I'm, I'm getting into other people's airspace. But, uh, yeah, Dustin, so um, as far as weather goes, um, you're out there, if it's cold, if it's hot, if it's it's, it's raining and not, uh, you run. Correct. And yeah, rain or shine. Rain or shine. So that's really, really cool. So uh, February, that, that's that's great to know, actually. <laughs> I got a tire groover, you know. Right. So that's really, really awesome. Um, that's great for racers. Well, if, you're looking, if you're looking for the CRA website, too, it's, it's uh, race-cra.com. Got listeners, got that? Say it again. Race-cra.com. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a new chain. And I'll see you out there uh, for sure. Man, uh, hell right, or high water, man. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I got to start racing again. Otherwise, it'll kill me. So, uh, Dustin, uh, I hope to see you out there. Yeah, I'll see you on the grid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hopefully, actually, we'll, we'll hear from me next week. It'll be nice to get this conversation back going. Okay.
All right. Cheers, brother, and uh, thanks yes. for putting up with me, and uh, uh, great to hear about your show. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Right on, right on. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Let's see if we can do that. Yar, yar. Uh, thank you for listening to Races Alley here at Meaning Radio in the heart of the mission. Boy, oh boy, we had some really, really good conversation with Dustin Cornier and uh, doing the track days and also, you know, the CRA uh, races schedule here up in the future. And we'll hopefully have him here next week. But boy, oh boy, yeah, lots of fun things going on. And uh, Alex has got to go back racing, you know. So if all of my listeners can. Send me a dollar. I might be able to buy a burrito. Yar? Okay, so you can always get 415-550-0511 and uh, get a burrito. So anyways, uh, Yar, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio and Hunter Mission. Uh, apparently Wade Boyd's out there racing over there in the million uh, miles away. And we're at, uh, Jesus Christ, what do you call that? Daytona and uh, the banks. So we'll have to really listen about what's going on over there. And, uh, yeah, sorry, a little burp. Anyways, um, Dustin and uh, CRA, we'll talk about you later. And um, it was really great, actually. Boy, it's really unusual where I can actually sit there and talk to someone for 45 minutes and, uh, you know, have a great time. And I really hope to see Dustin out there on the track uh, racing uh, in February. Yeah, and I hope to have him here uh, next week on the show and uh, talk more about this because it's very, very important to have these tracks. And uh, he has a really excellent program. Sorry, you know, AFM, I love you guys and RER. But, uh, yeah, he has an excellent program going out there and big things. Uh, Back in the old day, I did WSMC, and I love those boys and uh, girls out there. And uh and I remember renting a <laughs> rent-a-wreck to get out there in my 99R1. I slept in that thing, and I froze my ass off. But I woke up, and I woke up at Willow Springs, and, you know, it was like, yeah, it was an old 78 old truck. But get out of there. It's just like, unload my 99R1, and here I am, you know. So it's about racing, and it's about loving to race and, you know, unloading stuff. And that's what Racers Alley is about. You know, tell stories, tell, have a good time, and just try to all of us, uh, man, you know, get back out there again. It's very, very hard right now. And uh, myself, personally, I'm going to go kick some personal ass very, very soon on my 991 because I'm tired of, like, feeling slow. So we'll see about that in February and March and uh, AMA and AFM or whatever. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, and let's listen to a little bit of music here uh, before I rock on and rock off. And uh, I love her; she's awesome. Come video. Does that work? <laughs>
Here we are. Welcome back to Racer's Alley here in the heart of the mission. <laughs> so anyways, Racer's Alley is going to be uh, ending shortly. And uh, well, I'll just put on whatever music's on. And uh, thank you for all our guests earlier. And uh, may you all have a nice uh, week until the next week comes up. So let's see what we can do with the music. Yar. to Miles Davis, Bitches Brew, 1969, John McLaughlin on guitar, Chick Corea on keyboards, both of them going on to fusion fame later on in the same decade. I'm going to play, um, 
piece from a band called Gesda Urfa that came together in the 70s and put out two albums. They have been called a cross between Yes and Gentle Giant. That may be aspirational, but they're very good. Let's find out. Gesda Urfa here on the Mutiny Radio. FM.
It's almost that time. It's almost 8 o'clock here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio. Coming to you from the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. Today is December 29th, 2021. It is a cold and noirish night outside. Icy cold, wet, streets are deserted. We are all trembling on the edge of the razor, waiting for that which we know not. But we know it's coming. I hope you've enjoyed the variety of progressive rock that I've brought to you this evening. I, Perkins Warbeck, I've enjoyed this immensely, and I will see you, hear you. We will hear each other next week at the same time. Good night. Hanging out at MutinyRadio.fm on a Saturday, showing no symptoms, no symptoms. Uh, Shades of Deep Purple playing. This is a cover of a Beatles song.
Deep Purple playing We Can Work It Out by the Beatles. Got some Beatles covers coming into you from mutinyradio.fm. You can give me a call, 
415-550-0511. It's sure like that. And uh, we can talk about something or nothing or whatever you want here at Mutiny Radio. 415-550-0511. More songs that I just like. This is Eggman from Paul's Boutique. So right, and we're glowing like the metal on the edge of a knife. Glowing. 
Dashboard light. You might know that from Meatloaf. Ridiculous, ridiculous things happening on Mutiny Radio. Dot FM, hanging out down here. 415-550-0511. Relieve my boredom. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Hey. Hey, I think it'll work. Of course. It's a cinch. You know, it may be crazy, but we're going to do it. The Dooming Cavalier is now a musical. I feel this is my lucky day, March 23rd. Oh, no, your lucky day is the 24th. What do you mean the 24th? It's 1.30 already. It's morning. Yes. And what a lovely morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning. to play the stars were shining bright now the milkman's on his way it's too late to say good night so good morning good morning sunbeams will soon smile through good morning good morning to you and you and you and you good morning good morning we've kept the whole night through good morning good morning to you never could be grander than to be in louisiana in, in the, the morning. morning in the morning 